Tonight, slaughter at the Meadowlands. Eagles pound the G-Men back into reality and mediocrity. Also, power rankings and standings. The Eagles sit atop of them all. Chatter, off-season chatter awards are, are swirling. We will discuss what is hype and what is real. Plus, seven questions circles back around. Rick will be subjected to John's seven gripping questions. And always, our panel will take a trip around the NFL. Who are the teams that can take down the Eagles? Are the Commandos real? The Texans almost pulled it off. And it's purdy time! Join me for insight and analysis. Rick checks in from Philadelphia, Evan the Giants fan from room 232 at the courtyard, and maybe someone else. All that and more in an episode that will go down as the true document of record for the Eagles' historical run to the Super Bowl. So I'm pretty sure the entire Giants football team is buried in the uh, end zone with Hoffa after last week. Evan, the Giants fan, your thoughts? Maybe I should just be on mute the entire show. (laughs) (laughs) No, we want to hear your responses. Yeah, yeah, come on. All right, this this is the best way I can – I was thinking about this earlier today. Like, okay, this is the best way I can kind of sum it up. So you got – Muhammad Ali in his prime, a.k.a. the Philadelphia Eagles, against Butterbean, <laughs> a.k.a. the New York Giants. Don so, Flamenco. There you go. So they tell Butterbean, okay, buddy, you got, you got to last four rounds, okay, with, with Muhammad. You can't throw in a towel. You got to last four rounds. So after three rounds of being bloody, beaten, battered, and bruised, the network decides to throw in the towel <laughs> and says, we can't watch this anymore. This which, is just too punishing. We're going to switch games for you. Which That's a great point, too, because they're basically taking the number one market off the air. Number, <laughs> number one and what, number three? Market off the air, which really tells you something. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, New York and Philadelphia, you don't get your game anymore. <laughs> like he just knocked out like millions of viewers, and and it was it was pr- pretty early on in the fourth quarter. I mean, it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't like two minutes left. We're gonna switch you to another more competitive game. Oh no, it was it was over twelve minutes left in that quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you telling me that you missed the traditional Boston Scott touchdown <laughs> in garbage time? Yes, thank God I didn't see that. <laughs> So in, 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 uh, to stay with kind of the history of this matchup, I try to think of some, like, what we could call that game. Like, Rick, I think you threw out an idea uh, over our text chain. Um, the, I punter, the punter game. The punter game. Well, I came up with a few more. And tell me what you guys think. Uh, the New Jersey Turnpike pileup. Not very good. I, not my favorite. The Hoffa Bowl. You know, he's supposedly dead and in the end zone of the Meadowlands, for those that don't know. Um, the Jonestown Bowl, which is obviously a reference to the uh, the quarterback, then all the people who died at Jonestown. Um, oh, that's a little heavy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the East Ryan, Brother- going back on mute. What's the thing I've done lately? <laughs> 
<laughs> and I just went with the good old fashioned the East Rutherford massacre. That's the best I could come up with. So, take your pick. Yeah, I don't know if we should come up with any like trouncy names, seeing as how we have to play them again in a couple weeks. That, yeah. I, I learned my lesson earlier this year when I was like, "No, we don't need to make any changes to the Eagles." Boom, first loss of the year. Yep. Um, it, I mean, my favorite is the punter game. How many times do you see a punter get knocked out of the game, and a punter kick the ball oh. after it hits the ground? <laughs> And then get a 10-yard so penalty. Yeah. Um, a penalty, and then, yeah, they call a penalty on that, and then the our punter gets hit out of bounds. They don't call anything on that. He's out for the rest of the year. Yep. I'm still har- harping on that unnecessary roughness call from the commander's game. Oh, yeah, and rightfully so. Speaking of, well, we won't get into it now, but the, uh, that's who you got next there, uh, Evan the Giants fan, is the commando, so... We wish you well in that game. Well, I think it's also, I think the commanders are like, hey, look, um, I think we have a better chance to beat the commanders than we do the Eagles. So let's uh, let's just get out of here and uh, uh, get ready for the commanders. Uh, I thought we'd take kind of a, 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 we have an interesting situation this week. Um, typically for those, for all our fans out there, uh, I'm uh, far away from Evan the Giants fan, as is Rick. But this week, I'm actually just down the hall from Evan the Giants fan. We, yes, we are together in the same hotel this week. So it's, we couldn't, I couldn't figure out a way to like, be in the same room at the same time and be on without, uh, you know. Yeah, would that I, cause I, like an echo chamber? How would that happen? That's, that happen? that's what I think would happen. I, I don't, we don't have like a mic or a shared mic that we could use to kind of uh, be so in the same don't room. Don't you just use one phone and both talking to us? But, like, I wear my headphones, like my plug-in headphones, and I, you know, I think, Evan, you do the same thing, too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So we, that'd be weird to, like, be, we'd have to, like, sit right next to each other and share a headphone. So that'd be, that would be awkward. <laughs> a little too close for comfort, Rick. Yeah. So, yeah. so you guys are usually hundreds or thousands of miles apart, and now you guys and, are down the hall from each other, and you're still yeah, we're, in we're, the same room? Yeah, we're, like, three rooms down, I yeah, think. Yeah, three rooms down from each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I even ordered uh, your brother's takeout dinner tonight for him. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so close, but yet so far. So far. Unlike the Giants, who were just so far, yet so far. Um, so, Evan, the Giants fan, I'll ask you, I asked you this once before, but I'll ask you again. Any consideration is flipping over to the Jets, Evan, the Jets fan, <laughs> after this past week? No, they're not going anywhere either. <laughs> uh, it was just a beat down, but it was like a... Gigantic reality check. Like even even to hear Strahan say at halftime, like, "Ooh, yeah, this ain't good, man. This is like they, they, these guys are just doing whatever they want on every play." It was insane. They just they didn't stop you guys once. So, I mean, holy it, cow! Is there anything in the game that you like that you said? You know what? Oh, there's cause for optimism, or you know, I mean, let's be honest. I mean. Daniel Jones didn't play awful. He didn't turn the ball over. Um, yeah. Is there also, anything? Yeah. He also got sacked seven times. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> or excuse but me, four times. They beat the, 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 the old line and finally said, you know what? If you want to have at it, 
with Tyrod, you go nuts. We're yeah. not going to block for that guy. Well, and that's actually I was going to bring up like Tyrod. You know, but on his second play, he got sacked and fumbled the ball. At least Daniel Jones isn't fumbling the ball and turning the ball over for you guys. All right, if that's if I can chalk that up as a win, as the <laughs> hey man, I mean, take the take the wins wherever you can get them. <laughs> But it was just like talking about two teams trending in the wrong direction. Holy shit. Yeah. Or an opposite direction, I should say. Jones's numbers were not that different from Hertz. Hertz was 21 to 31. Jones was 18 and 27. Uh, Jalen uh, Hertz had two touchdowns. Jones had one. They were both sacked four times. Um. I just he just has no one to throw to. I think uh, me and Evan, the Giants fan, talked about this. he just the receivers for the Giants are just brutal. And I I'm of the mind like I think the Giants if they got like a if they got a really good t- good blocking and receiving tight end on their team next year, I think it would be a world of difference. Oh, Daniel no Jones question. Just needs, needs an outlet. He needs an outlet guy, kind of like a a good tight end outlet who can he can just dump the ball to all the time. I think also having uh, Saquon hurt again. I mean, they said on the broadcast that there was one game he carried it 35 times. Uh, yeah. You can't like do that to a running back, right? No, no way. That's insane. Yeah, that's, I mean. That's crazy. He's 80% of your, put at, of your output. How long is that guy going to last? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he uh, ran yeah, he ran thirty five times for hundred and fifty two yards against the Houston Texans. Thankfully they geez. won. Yeah, AKA their last win. Yeah. I mean he yeah, it's let's see, he had uh yeah, thirty five rushes uh, that game. The week before that he had twenty, week before that twenty four, week before that twenty two. I mean, they're just pounding him into the ground. On top of that, uh, you know, he's he's catching like probably like three three passes a game too. So I mean yeah. he's basically touching the ball almost almost at least thirty to forty times a game. That's insane. Yeah. Which goes back to they shouldn't resign him. No. Yeah, yeah. There's no he's gonna be like on the scrap heap someplace. Yeah. He'll be dead. Yeah. He's just, uh, I can't, yeah, I can't. But, imagine. I mean, this is, I got to say, I mean, I was, I will, I will give credit where credit is due. And boy, do your boys look good. I mean, I'm well, like. Well, you know, I thought it was going to be a close game. Yes, I remember you saying that. So I go, you know what, I'm going to, Rick's right. The yeah. Giants are gonna Reverse psychology. Game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I blinked and it was 21 nothing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if it holy wasn't for, yeah. If it wasn't for that blocked punt, it would have been even worse. I mean, yes. Yeah, we gave you the ball in like the fifteen yard line. Right, <laughs> they had one decent drive the whole game, and I was like, "All right, what was it?" I think at that point it was twenty four fourteen, and I'm like, "All right, they're in this. Let's go." Nope, defense right down the field, ninety yard drive, <laughs> touchdown. And I think the Giants stopped you, but we uh, that idiot Monroe. Was like he kept holding your receivers. There was no because you can't cover them. Yeah, defensive holding, which is a brutal, uh, especially like on a third down in the NFL too. It's an automatic first down, which right. is oh, it's a it's, oh. it's a oh. oh oh. It was a big oh yeah oh. yeah. So, but Sorry, I didn't so, even have a chance to get upset. I was just like, 
it was so like a, a one, two, three, okay, don't get off the mat, you're knocked out, you're done. It was like, oh my God, this is, this is over. Yeah. It was over in the first quarter. Yeah. It was, it was 21 nothing. Um, eight minutes into the second quarter. Okay. <laughs> uh, the part that, so I was listening to it on the radio. The part that threw me off was like how much cheering I actually heard when the Eagle, Eagles were playing well. It would see, seem that there were a fair amount of Eagles fan, fans of that game. It, it, well, it, I heard, yeah, somebody on one of the illustrious radio shows here in Philadelphia, which I, I will admit to, I am addicted to listening to them, that somebody in no! People that were in the stadium were like, the Giants fans were like, uh, like all, almost all gone, and the Giants would do something good, and there'd be all this noise, and people would look around like, where is that coming from? <laughs> almost like they were piping, you know, noise. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Conspiracy. See, you're, now you're the conspiracy theory guy this week. That's right. Yeah. So, okay, we'll start with you, Rick. What are the three things that you, you know, after watching the game that you like to see, then one thing that has you concerned or you didn't like or that was, you know, that gave you pause about Philadelphia, our Philadelphia Eagles? Right. So, yeah, like, dislike. Uh, Miles Sanders goes over 100 yards and over 1,000 for the season. I, I like that. Um, He's a dog. Yeah! Yeah! Boston's got scoring a touchdown. Oh, God. And you know what? It's really not a win until Boston Scott scores a touchdown <laughs> in garbage time over the Giants. Um, eight of his 15 career touchdowns have come against the Giants. Wow. Um, and then Hassan Reddick needs 10 sacks. And Brayden Graham has eight and a half. Hargrave has eight, and Josh Sweat has seven and a half. So in theory, all four of them could get to ten. There's been no NFL team ever that's had uh, four players with ten or more sacks in a season. Yeah, I was going to say one of the things on my like list was, yeah, I I basically deemed it Sack City because right now the Eagles are first in the NFL in sacks of 49 Last year, they had a total of 29 all season. And I think they were, what, second to last almost? So, uh, yeah. I mean, know. we could almost call this game Sack in the City, but. Sack in the city. Swamp. Hack and Sack in yeah, the City. It really wasn't in the city. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one thing I did hate was, you know, my pet peeve, Daryl Johnson, a cowboy broadcasting an Eagles Giants game? Yep. Like, Really? So, those are my likes and dislikes. Evan, the Giants fan, would you like to share your likes and dislikes from the game? <laughs> you got to find, here's the trick, you got to find three things you like. There's got to be something there. Got to be something there. Okay. Uh, you can say, like, I like that we only have to play the Eagles one more time this year. That would be a like. Take it easy, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> But I knew this was coming, so you can think. I, I you I'm can ready. think of something. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Um, okay, so yeah, we did. We did get to Hertz four times, so that's that's a bonus. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Um, I would give myself an, an A+. plus. <laughs> <laughs> And I would give the entire defense an F minus. F minus. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to sack City. Uh, you know, the other thing I liked uh, the you know are the Eagles becoming a tight end factory? You know, Calcaterra and I think Stoll are, are are playing pretty well. They're not only you know res- you know catching balls, but they're also blocking pretty well. I, you know, I watched the the uh, the clips online of like people breaking down the offensive line and. You know, a lot of the times you're seeing Calcaterra and Stoll in there, like, you know, doing some good work. So that's that's neat to see. Yes, um, your father, when uh, they threw it to Calcaterra, dad was like, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> see, but that's what, what's Fair making enough. the Eagles good this year. Their backups are solid. Yeah. And as we, as John and I were talking about this earlier, Rick, you know, the NFL, as we all know, is a game of attrition. So if you've right. got the good backups that can, like, do the stopgap thing for a yep. few games here and there. You're, you're going to do well. You're going to produce the wins. I mean, yep. the Giants yeah. are, are pulling guys out of Safeway and off the turnpike. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Safeway. Do they have well, Safeway in, uh, in uh, New York? Uh, no, what do they got out there? They got... Um, oh, I, forget, I forget. Yeah, what the hell they got? What do they got out there? Uh, Grand I, I Unions? Don't I don't know. I don't, I, I don't remember anymore. That's a good question. That'll be our un- good unrelated topic. Okay, how about we'll just say they're pulling guys out of Wawa. All right, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> out of I'm the Chiefs, Wawa. Right. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's like, oh. So, yeah, it, it, they got really, it was like the Giants were running in slow motion. Yep. Uh, the other thing I liked is, you know, the Eagles did what they were supposed to do, right? You know, it's, they were supposed to just, you know, sorry, Evan, the Giants fan, but they were supposed to kick the crap out of the Giants. And they did. You know, they, the opening, what, the first half was a touchdown, 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 blocked punt, field goal, and a half. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's about as good a first half as you can get outside of, like, the fluky block punt. Uh, the one thing I didn't like, I kind of think they should just run the ball more. Um, I'd like to see, uh, you know, not necessarily more, um, uh, more Miles Sanders carries, but I like kind of just running the ball down their throats. They just pass unnecessarily sometimes, I feel like. There's, there's no need. Especially towards the end, too. I think it was like the last drive that uh, Hertz was in there, and they were throwing the ball, and I was like, what are you doing? So... I thought that was very strange. Uh, Evan, are you sure to think of uh, any other, um, you know, things you liked? Yeah, I'm just waiting to move on to around the NFL because this, <laughs> this beating is killing me. All right, all right, all right. So, okay, so let's, uh, you know, uh, I'll give you, you know what, just for that, I'll give you some of this. Yeah, transmission music to, to clean the palate of your boss. You got to think for the Giants. That's the uh, burn the tape, and let's just move on to uh, to the Commandos at this point. So, yeah. Uh, all right, around the NFL, I'm going to kind of work backwards from our list because um, I, I'm curious who you guys think. You know what player this year? Because there's a handful of players. Like if you read the media and things like that, I'm just tired of hearing about. And Evan, the Giants fan, since you know we want to kind of get off the Giants losing to the Eagles by a lot of points this past week, 
what team or player are you tired of hearing about and why around the NFL? Odell Beckham Jr. Oh. <laughs> oh, good one. Okay. I mean, that, again, he's a bad dude. I just, you know, I want a multi-year deal, blah, blah, blah. It's just the guy's just, uh, it's like enough, dude. No one wants to sign you. Just go away. Yep. I'll buy he, that. You know, he reminds you, who's that other, who's the, uh, who's that? I don't know. I think that guy, he's in prison now. Um, who was the guy in the Steelers? And then ben Roethlisberger? No, he was a wide receiver. He was a nut job. Oh, uh, yeah. Steelers, yeah. Patriots. Yeah, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, right. So another whack job. Isn't so, he wanted for, like, isn't he, a, they, there's a warrant out for his yes. arrest or something? And he's, like, in Mexico? Yeah, like on assault charges or some crazy thing. Yeah. It's like, the guy's like, ugh. Now, I'm yeah. not saying Beckham's that bad, but it's still the guy's just the drama queen. And, yeah, so that's my vote. OBJ, go away. Rick, who, you got a choice? Uh, Team yeah, or just, player you want to just, you know. Just uh, before we get to that, I'd like to digress because I think the middle name of this podcast is digress. Um, I think we missed something because I was on a site this week which details all the different finds um, and this is how it's related because we're talk- just talking about Pittsburgh. In week 12, there were 12 players from the Pittsburgh Steelers that were fined really? for an obscene gesture. How did we miss this? Whoa. <laughs> really? I had like, no idea. What happened there? How did, how did 12 people get fined for an obscene gesture? I did like the entire team just flip the bird to the... Uh... To the uh, to the fans? Yeah, I do not know. I do not know. But, and weren't uh, the Steelers home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to have to check into that. Um, so, yeah, I saw oh. that and I was like, what? So I'm going to digress a little bit further since digress is part of the name of this podcast. So when, when a player gets fined, and I assume you're basically, what, cutting a check to the NFL saying, in, you know, Write this check to Mr. Goodell. Here's thirty five thousand. Where's that money go? Well, first of all, I don't Does think anyone know. Great question. I think they just take it out of your check. Oh, oh so so it's like your taxes basically uh, every two right. weeks. Right. Yeah, they're not waiting for any players to write them a check. Might be a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't They'll write the check in time. Days past due. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't pay your check in time, you're you're not eligible for the fifty three man roster on a game day, huh? Right. I can see that being the case. Uh, funny enough, uh, you know, go a little bit deeper in this whole fine thing. The guy who's in charge of fines is John Runyon. And a couple oh, of weeks really? ago, uh, he had to fine his son who plays for the Packers. Oh, that's right. I remember uh, yeah. they were uh, clowning him about that. Which Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it goes to uh, some type of charity after Roger Goodell takes 20%. You know, Roger yeah, Goodell right. has his yeah. contract. He gets 20% of all the fines. Right. Yeah. No wonder he makes uh, thirty million a year. And here, here's a news flash for the other team from Texans. Or Texas, not the, uh, the, the not Houston the not Texans. the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't Dallas just get rid of that gigantic Salvation Army bowl in the end zone, so these idiot players don't have to jump into and get fined? Oh uh, yeah. Who? What? Yeah. What team did that this past week? And yeah. And. 
they all got fined for that. The, the Cowboys. Was it the Cowboys? Yeah, oh, they, they jumped in. There, like six of them jumped in the damn thing. And they all they're, got they're the worst. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that, I mean that was funny like the first time and maybe the second time, but now it's like it's five years later and they're still doing it. It's like okay, right, exactly. Right, like, How about some okay. new material there, Dallas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. The NFL fines go to the NFL Foundation to assist legends in need. Huh. So basically all the players uh, from the 60s who made no money, but the the NFL still makes a ton of money off of them. Uh, that makes sense. Right. Uh, exactly. four, uh, $4 million a year, roughly. That's it? In fines, yeah. Oh, oh, oh in fines, okay. okay. I thought you meant the foundation. I was like, oh, okay. Someone's got to um, pay for uh, Steve Van Buren's, uh, you know, wheelchair since he can't walk anymore. Is, is he even alive? I only know if Steve Van Buren's alive. Going to awfully dark places pretty quick here. I know. Um, what, so the question, the uh, one more thing on the fines. How did a New York Giant, the center on the New York Giants, get fined for taunting in week 13? Did you see the play? No. No. Okay, it was insane. It was the stupidest fine, and it cost the Giants <laughs> the game. Okay, so Jones throws... the climax <laughs> of foolishness. <laughs> exactly. Jones throws like an out to Darius Slayton. They got a first down. They're basically going to run down the clock, kick a field goal, and go up two scores. The center, idiot, runs down... 15 yards from the play, knocks a few, like, Redskins out, or, excuse me, Commandos. Watch your your mouth. Yes, my bad. Uh, Watch the Commandos out of the way, and then flexes his arms like he's, you know, like the muscle man does. Uh They threw a flag on it for 15 yards, unsportsmanlike taunting, and then he got fined for that. The first part of being smart is knowing what to do. Yeah, that does not sound like... I, I mean, I guess it's all, like, directional, right? It's like, is it, if he did it towards, like, another uh, an opposing player, you get fined. But if you're, like, looking at your own player, you don't get fined. That's the weird part about that. Well, here, that there's there's the fine line, because he was doing it. He, he picked Slayton up, and he gestured towards him. But I guess it was because there were a lot of commandos around, and he was pushing him out of the way. That's why they nailed him for the fun. Oh, my God. So it was like, that just sums up the Giants' season. Oh. No! <laughs> the Giants have only gotten three fines this year. Taunting, fighting, and a Justin Hilliard PED. Mm. Anyhow, uh, the player I am tired of hearing of. Yes. Uh, Dax, uh, Prescott, and also Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy Jimmy G. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yep. yep. Jimmy G, not Jimmy GG. Yeah, Jimmy it's, G's it's one of our listeners. the uh, the amount of like chatter around him and like even from the get go, you know, the whole Trey Lance thing. Like, ugh, I was just so tired of that after week like one or two. I was like, please. I mean, I actually kind of felt bad for him because he was getting all this unnecessary attention. But holy Toledo. After I'd be curious what a Giants fan or Giants fan, uh, Niners fan thinks of, G- of Jimmy G these days. Do they want him to stay or do they want him to go away? I can't tell. I think over this past week they went Brock Purdy. 
Yeah, I, I, well, I think if, uh, chances are, if you ask me this this question in about two or three weeks, Brock Purdy may be my new uh, my new selection. <laughs> and let me ask, while we're on the subject of quarterbacks, where's Mariota? Where did he go? Did he okay, pack yeah. his bags and take <laughs> off? Yeah, I, don't, I don't see. Okay, so I was going to ask, like, if you're if you're a team in need of a quarterback. Like you're in dire need. Are you even going to like look this guy's direction now, knowing that like, oh, if he gets benched, he's just going to pack it and leave, right? I mean, no one's want to get a, No one's going to get behind that guy, right? No. I, I, I guess uh, the ultimate question is: this career done? Rick, your thoughts? Well, yeah, he uh, he kind of disappeared, but it came out later today that um, he's going to have a procedure on his knee. Now, I don't know if that's manufactured. In order to, you know, because he disappeared after he got demoted, or what? Sounds manufactured. Yeah. Yes. Um, I bought some milk earlier tonight, and he was on the milk carton. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, he's um, up, or, he, or he's gearing up for a career in the USFL this summer. Right. Right. Do they? Even um, do they I'm sorry, John. What was like, the question to me? Uh, is his career over? I mean, right? I mean, you desert a team after just getting benched. Like, what team is going to go? pick that guy up and try to, you know, reinst you know. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't see anybody. I mean, this was his chance to for like a second coming and uh you know where's Atlanta now? They're uh five and eight. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I think I mean he probably. may he may uh you know be a retread for a couple of years and bounce around and, you know, Start a couple games for the Bears and the Saints, or you know some of those bottom feeders. Hey, if he can go to the the Saints and lose a few games there, I'll be I'll be down for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was very nervous that you know with that fake injury the Saints had that the NFL came down and find them. I was like, felt like calling the NFL and say, "Don't mess with their picks. We have one of their picks. Yeah, so whatever you want, just don't mess." Oh with their picks. yeah yeah yeah. So the, so the person I would like to see kind of just disappear for a couple of weeks, and this will be kind of close to a, a, a New York Giants fan's heart, but not too close. Zach Wilson. I'm tired of hearing about this guy getting benched <laughs> and how everyone in New York hates him, and I don't understand why, and he's all of a sudden a crybaby. Yet at the beginning of the season, everyone in New York and the team loved him because he was hooking up with, like, his mom's best friend, so he was, like, this weird... Like, everyone thought it was great that he was hooking up with a 50-year-old lady or something like that. Yeah, that's like, that's dating in New York City for you. Yeah. I that's I just am tired of, of, of Zach Wilson. And the, He's an idiot. Yes, correct. <laughs> Seriously, though, what quarterback comes out, you score zero points, I mean zero points, and the press asks you, like, do you think any of this is on you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, and it was the last question of the press conference. I think he was about to walk out. I mean, if he just kept walking, he would have avoided all of this, right? I mean, totally. Like, like what an idiot! Right. So, yeah, with a capital I, he's an idiot. All right, so let's move on to the other question I had for around the NFL. If you had to pick an MVP right now this, for the season, who's not a quarterback, who would it be? Evan, you want to go first? No. Okay, Rick, you're next. <laughs> uh, that's you know that's a good one. I, uh, I not Zach Wilson. Um, no, yeah. I, 
I don't know. You know, it's 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 so hard. You know, MV, MVP you think almost exclusive, exclusively uh, offense, so yeah. it's hard to come yeah. up with uh, somebody on defense. But yeah, I don't know. AJ Brown. No, I'll buy that. It's a little Philadelphia centric, but yeah, uh, a little. Yeah. You know. I was going to go Justin Jefferson. I think, uh, I mean, he's what, we're week 14, coming up on week 14? Was that week 14? He what, he's got 1,500 receiving yards right now? I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, he could honestly go, he could hit the 2,000 mark. So that, w- that would be my vote, because I'm just tired of hearing about quarterbacks all the time. Not that, I, you know, not complaining that, you know, Jalen Hurts is in the you know, talk of the town as far as being the, uh, being the guy, but. Uh, Evan, you want to try to tackle that one, or you know, tired? actually, I got—I'll be honest. Rick stole my pick. I was going to go AJ Brown. Uh, wow, that guy—that guy is just a force to be reckoned with. Uh, and I'm trying to think of someone on defense, um, but you know, that's really just had an unbelievable. Uh, no, there's no one player on the D side of the ball. It's kind of like, oh my God, they're just killing it. And- uh, this just handed to me, uh, yes, confirmed. Uh, Snyder, still an a-hole. Evan, back to you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that guy's just, Jesus. Just trying to, you know, because look at it again. I mean, I hate to revert back to that horror show, but it was like the Giants blitz like 10 guys. And they, and they, you know, maybe the whole offensive line of the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they're just blowing holes open and... And Hurts I would was, like was back there having a cigar, looking for receivers that were open. It was ridiculous. I would like to put it on the record: we did not force Evan into kind of uh, uh, reliving the loss this past week. No, that. no, so that, you like brought I that said, upon yourself. Throwing, throwing credit where credit's due. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, other news around the NFL: uh, it looks like, speaking of Snyder, that they are progressing towards uh, selling the uh, the team. I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, what the current number is out there, but I'm sure it's ridiculous, and they'll, they'll probably get it. I think it's yeah, I think it's still at a uh, the magic number right now to buy the entire team is seven billion dollars. Oh, and Snyder's like, I'll even throw in the stadium for you. I was gonna say, he throw in the eyesore. <laughs> oh my god! Well, what if he just says, like, you know what? Purchase the team. It's eight billion. Yeah. Uh, since you're purchasing the stadium, it's actually only seven. Yeah. But seven billion dollars. That's insane. Yeah. Um somebody somebody will pay it. I wonder so okay, so who would pay? I mean I mean I, I guess what uh one of the uh I mean Walmart is about to buy the uh the um Denver Broncos, right? I think that's kind of the Oh, I the thought that was already a done deal. Is that already done? I forget. Yeah, that's, that's a done, done deal. deal. Alright, so Walmart owns the Broncos. So then you got to think about well, they, like, they, okay. they're, they're doing a fantastic job out there. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. <laughs> Off to a banner start. Yeah, right. they obviously know what they're doing. So it, it does make sense that Amazon then would buy the. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, right. I mean, so at that point, I don't know. You know, Nancy Pelosi. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, good one. <laughs> Didn't Nancy Pelosi buys the Niners? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. 
someone, yeah, like maybe Hunter Biden or something. The Biden. Mm. Yeah. He's got, yeah, who's loaded? McConnell. You know, McConnell and Schumer are going to, are going to retire from the Senate and buy the commandos. Yeah. They're, uh, those, all those, man. Yeah. The commanders, Uh, I mean, they are surging right now. They are. Yeah. In the, the playoff race. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be careful there. Uh, uh, your New York football giants. No, they, I honestly, uh, the, the giants have done. They, they, it's going to be a speed bump this Sunday. The commanders are going to pile right over. <laughs> wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. Cause I think they're, you know, again, it's just, they're, they got guys from the, from seven 11 start in the bat, you know, <laughs> you know, pulling guys out of diners and it's just like, it's not a good, it's not a good scene. I mean, that was such a beatdown. How do you like all of a sudden they say, "Okay, guys, good game. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go down to Landover and kick some." I don't know. I mean, this is where like Dable's got to like. Uh, yeah. Is that how you pronounce his name? This is where it's like he's got to turn on that that coaching zazz and really just kind of try to well, you know lift the team up. Yeah, yeah but how do you team. how do you lift up guys from from the Wawa and the diners? <laughs> the well, you know? don't want your running backs from Seven Eleven. You want your receivers from Seven Eleven because why? They're always open. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at that! That's a good one. We'll give you that. Yeah, yeah we'll give you that to Zero. Full prop trick. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, Basically, it's basically like a, a, a game in order to get in the playoffs because whoever loses this game this weekend is probably on the outside looking in. Right? Yep. Indeed. But then so, again, the, the Seahawks lost to Carolina at home. What is that? Yeah. Well, yeah, almost, yeah, it's like the, the, almost all of the playoff teams lost this week, right? The Vikings lost. Tampa Bay lost. Dallas almost lost is- to the Texans. Is Tampa Bay done? Are they? I mean, I don't understand what's going on there. Like, a couple of weeks ago, was it last week maybe? Yeah, I think, Rick, you said, like, I don't want to run into Tom Brady, you know, in the playoffs. Now I'm kind of thinking, eh, maybe I do. Oh, yeah. It is so much fun to see him losing his mind on the sidelines every game. Yeah. I am loving it. Yeah. Well, the thing about, you know, if it was like a basket, if, if we're talking about the NBA, I'd be fine playing him, right? But we're talking about one game, right? If you yeah. have one game to play, like mm. I would much rather see a number of other quarterbacks on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I'd take Kirk Cousins. I'd, I'd face. I'd rather face Kirk Cousins than Tom Brady any day of the week. Right, right. I'd rather have Brady or Tyler Tyler Beer, T- Taylor Beer, whatever his name is, Heineke or yeah, Daniel Jones. Well, who would I mean, you guys? Who do you guys see yourself meeting in the? I think you're, the, the the divisional game's a joke. You're gonna wherever you play, that's a beatdown. But who do you see yourself playing in the uh, conference finals? I think well, everyone's saying the Niners, right? I mean, that's who they. If uh, if the if the what what, what do they say? If the uh, uh, playoffs were to begin today, I think it would be. Um, in the NFC Championship game, if it would be the Vikings, the Vikings are ah, okay. Um, but you know, this is not done. I mean, the Eagles, in theory, they could end up fourteen and three 
and be the five seed and have to win three games on the road in order to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hey, okay. You got the Giants, the Bears, and <laughs> we the Cowboys, Dallas. right? Dallas That's it. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And we're, and the game's in Philly, isn't it? Uh, is it? Now I can't remember. It is. Is it in Philly? No. Yeah. No, yeah, it's in Philly. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, I hope we kill them. And Micah Parsons. He can, he's an ass. <laughs> Sorry. Well, what makes him an ass, John? Be, let's, 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 let's what, dive, like, dive, dissect this. What, like you don't think uh, Jalen Hurts should be in the running for MVP? Like, come on. Now you're just you you're just putting up bulletin board material or whatever. I mean, fine, you know, write you know, write your own uh, dirge or whatever. But like, you can't say that. I mean, the guy is just kicking ass. I mean, you can make the argument for for every. You can make it the argument for Mahomes. He's a he's a system guy. You know, he's he's you know Andy Reid. Any quarterback Andy Reid has gotten his paws on has has played well. So it's clearly a system thing. Um, Parsons is still smart even from when we played him earlier and just like, you know, if you can't, I I think Sirianni said, if you can't beat the guy, just like option him. And that's basically, you know, what they did. Yep. Which I thought was genius. You could see just the frustration on Parsons' face during that game. Right. Right. Yeah. No, we have to play at Dallas. uh, Oh, it's at Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, world. I got something wrong. It's at the Bears and at the Cowboys, and then home against the Saints. Home against that's the, Saints. the that's the the Bears game. I'd actually be a little worried about. That's that's that has like trap what? game written written what? all over it. Get out of here! I don't know. It's going to be. You know what? I know. Okay, Rick's going to say, "No, it'll be a close game." No, it's going to be 42 <laughs> to, 42 to zero. That's a joke. No, you're going to blow them out. It's at the Bears. Who cares? It is at the Bears. They're so bad. The Bears are awful this year. The Bears are They're worse yeah. than the Giants. I, I talked with a friend of mine in Chicago this week, and he's like, we're just hoping that we do not overachieve this this week and ruin our draft pick. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, the tank is in full force. Full on. Actually, I'm hoping that the, somehow that the, the – uh, who does Minnesota have left? Uh, they have. This is the part where we go to the internet and look. Yeah. Uh, which is, I'm having flashbacks to like my dad who just asks stuff like, "What's his contract status?" Who's that? It's like I'm like Siri, the NFL Siri for him. Did Did you teach him like, "Hey Siri, where's John right now?" To see if it could like figure out where I was oh, when he gosh. asked you like eight times. Oh my gosh! I go over to watch the game at mom and dad's. Where's John watching the game? Where's John? Is he watching this in a bar at the airport? I was like, I we don't that's we don't talk about the the text chain. Like, you pick up your phone and text them. So Minnesota has uh, the Colts, your New York Football Giants, Packers, yep. and the Bears. So you're probably looking at they'll probably split those, right? They're, they'll probably lose at Packers. And I'm sure one of the th- other three games will probably lose. So someone doesn't like the Vikings, right? Because they have them playing at the Packers and at the Bears 
on consecutive weeks in January. Yeah. <laughs> Outside in January. <laughs> yeah, outdoors. Yeah, have fun with that. Yeah. I will say, speaking of uh, <coughs> looking up stuff on the internet uh, during the podcast, I will say, uh, the 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 show I like to I like to watch uh, each week. Uh, I've realized that they do the same exact thing. Like, while one person's like talking, the other person who's still on camera is clearly surfing the internet for like other stuff to like you know to support any you know future, you know, any other topics or things like that. And hey. just fu fully looking down, just surfing the internet while the other dude's talking, not, not listening. Um, we have a caller who's trying to get in here. Do we want to take a caller? Uh, sure. Let's do it. Uh, Lance. Lance, you're on the air. Welcome to 19096, an Eagles fan podcast. What say you? 19008 here. One nine double oh eight, excellent. Well, I grew up there. I live in upstate central New York now. Excellent. But I'm a right, fellow so boy. I grew up in Broomall, PA. All right. Oh, Broomall. You know my story about Broomall. No, probably not. You know, I, one Sunday afternoon, we were driving through Broomall, and I was like, this place isn't that great. Because in church, we would always sing, praise God from Broomall, when actually it's from whom all. And I was like, God lives in Broomall? Oh. No, yeah. I'm sorry, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> you're basically, uh, you know, <laughs> middle-class suburb. I would call it a white suburb, but it was I was Italian. It was like mostly Jews and Italians and then scattered other ethnic. So I assume you're, you're, you're Lance, you're an Eagles fan, not a Giants fan? Are you fan? kidding? Go Eagles. All right. What, any, uh, any, any thoughts on uh, our Eagles right. this year? What's a... What's, uh, What's uh? What do you think? Plenty. First of all, you know, as a rookie, the four games when they who do you replace? Wentz, you know, who wouldn't decided he didn't want to be coached anymore because it's twenty something. He had figured it all out. Well, Brady and those guys never figured it all out. They kept getting bad anyway. That's that's past history. I'm like, he's the guy because of the style of his quarterbacking. Look, back in the day, you didn't even get a shot at quarterback till third or fourth year. Everybody expects that, oh, yeah, you're going to be a rookie. You're going to be like Dan Marino and be rookie of the year and MVP at the same year. No. I said, he's our guy, number one. So I, I really pat myself on the back saying, he is going to be great now that he's got the passing running. And here's the thing about this whole bit about a system guy. Idiot. They're idiots. It's just demonstrably false. And let me say this. Nick Sirianni. Yeah really young and i'm telling you i wasn't sure i'm like man this guy seems like he's in a quandary here doesn't know what to do about Wentz and hurts now he's a super young coach but let's leave jeff saturday aside generally speaking you get to be a head coach for your first time that young you know the x's and o's so i didn't have a problem with that that young but what i thought was well maybe he's, he's over his head he's new he's almost a rookie coach with a second year quarterback and so but no, what he did was he stopped, he thought, he made the moves and got the GM to do what he need, they needed to do. He said, I'm going to build this thing around Hurts and not say, yeah, he can run and pass. Here's our system. Let's see what we can use. No, he started from scratch with the playbook, basically. You know, I'm sure they got a lot of, of the same. And designed the whole system around Hurts. And then, of course, he just improved on his own. And he's got that big boy attitude that, you know, they're all big boys, right? They all, even the worst guy in the league, isn't too much of a drunken fuck up, you know, but let's face it, uh, compare uh, apples to apples. He's like a Michael Jordan, who they always said was there before they got, when they all got to practice, Jordan was there. When they all left, he stayed. 
Dude, you're the GOAT of all time, possibly. And that's the way Hurts is. He's got the spirit. He's a dog. Yeah! 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 But, 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 but this idea that he's a quote-unquote system guy. No, that was Andy Reid, and I was never – I always thought they underachieved one appearance in the Super Bowl at a loss. Come on. You're the best team in the league for all those – for like a decade, very much of an underachiever. Hall of Fame, yeah, but at the end – at the back of the class of the Hall of Fame coaches, Andy Reid, as far as I'm concerned. Now, uh, but what I'm saying, though, is with Hurts, right – Reed would have done that. He would have done a system and try to fit him in. No, no. Anyway, they built the whole thing around Hurts. He's way going up to up, up and beyond the call of duty, and he is the leader in the clubhouse. So the whole team is Hurts' team now. So the idea that it's a system and he's a young guy who happens to be have enough skill sets so far to fit in, no. The whole team is designed around him, the offense, and he is the leader of the clubhouse now. He's almost embarrassed to say it, but then he does it. He says, you know what? I am. <laughs> and he's, he's not going to be falsely humble about it. So Lance, if you're watching the game and you're, you know, the Eagles were kicking ass this past week. What was? What? Are there a moment where you just kind of smiled and you just like, yeah, yeah, this is it. This is it. Like what? Like, what, what kind of gives you joy when you're watching the Eagles? Well, yeah, just the idea that they're just going to get it done. It was the thing that I hated about the Patriots, and I hated it about the. Peak Cowboys. Oh, can I throw in one thing? It, oh, oh, it's just the fact that they're going to find a way to get it done. Hey, you know what? They didn't blow anybody out till the Titan was a Titans game. Yep. There yep. were no blowouts. They were all one score plus, maybe at most games. They didn't blow anybody out. Yep. Yep. You know, but they just found ways to win. Then all of a sudden they said, yeah, guess what? We're going to keep getting better. Now they're blowing people out. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's just like whether they're blowing people out or whether it's a close game, they're going to find a way to win. That's just what I feel like the great teams do. They don't always have their best game, like the, like I mentioned the Bulls and Jordan. Or the great defensive team back in the day. I go back to the Terry Bradshaw day. They will just gut. They will do whatever it takes, you know, legally, but whatever. They'll get a stop when they need it. They'll get a score when they need it. I just have that feeling about them that I didn't have any during the years of Andy Reid. I just didn't. I'm like, are they going to call the right play? Are they going to? And they wouldn't sometimes. Oh, anyway. I just never had that feeling with Dudley McNabb and Reid. I just didn't. I had the feeling, what are they going to do to fuck up the big game now? And, what? and it's coming up through the ground, and the roots are growing out, and the roots are continuing to grow out, and everyone wants to see results, and nobody wants to see results more than us. Yeah. We want to see results, too, but it's really important that the foundation is being built and that the roots are growing out. And that's oh, my God. The only way the roots can grow Flowers. out every single day, and they grow stronger, and they grow better, is if we all water, we all fertilize. You know what else? Part. These guys are ready to die for each other. These guys are, in other words, I could, and this has got to sound cynical. You know, sometimes even Super Bowls have have been fixed. This team ain't taking nothing. Don't give them, don't even go offer them ten million billion dollars each. You know what I mean? It's going to be clean. These guys are going to gut it out. It's going to be a good if they get that far. But they're going to. I think they'll be a really tough out. They're going. They're just so superior. I think to every other team. But you know, they're uh, they're just such a camaraderie among the team they're like family and they got that college high school you know frat boy whatever you want to call it spirit it doesn't always happen with multi-million dollar multi oh, 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 this, this just handed to me lance yes uh confirmed uh daniel snyder still an a-hole, a-hole. back to you who daniel snyder, snyder. all right yeah, thanks, thanks for your time, for your time. I, I, appreciate I appreciate you coming, you coming on, on. 
You have a good well, one. Speaking of Daniel Snyder, I had a funny feeling about the Commanders game. Oh, I got to say one more thing. Skip Bayless, he said, oh, yeah, we make a mockery of, of the Eagles. We don't care. It's a blip on our screen. Dude, they haven't been to the Super Bowl since 97. Oh, and so, so, you know, Reed might not have been great, but they went to, like, all those AFC championships. They went to two Super Bowls and won one in that time. So, fuck Skip Bayless, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, Lance, you have a good evening. Uh, look forward to hear from you again soon. Uh, all right. Um, moving on. Uh, anything else we want to kind of, you know, clean up uh, the uh, around the NFL? Did you just use the cleanup? Yep, I sure did. Verbiage? <laughs> I did. Should I not have? Uh, let's see. What else? I have some other things here. Oh, so... Um, Jordan Mailata appeared on Von Miller's podcast this week. And you know what Miller's uh, podcast is called? What's that? The Von Cast. Okay. So there's no chance that we're changing this to the John Cast, are we? Mm, maybe. <laughs> Once we hit one million uh, listeners, I think we're definitely going there. Okay. All right. Yep. And then also on the heels of Baker Mayfield's um successful debut in LA is it safe to say that Baker is cooking oh my god that's some that's some solid solid dad jokes right there and I think that's deserving of a segue into Rick seven questions for you from me uh, let's go yeah. <laughs> alright let me pull up uh, my seven questions I had them where'd they go there we go okay Question one, seven questions for Rick. Do you fully expect the Eagles to win the Super Bowl? Not not a prediction. I'm not saying prediction, but is that your expectation at this point? I have a feeling that they're going to get to the Super Bowl and not win. Hmm. <laughs> and that, maybe that's my just preparing myself for that disappointment. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So that is an excellent answer because question two of seven questions for Rick is completely related to that. I was anticipating this response from you. (laughs) If they don't win the Super Bowl, in your mind, what change needs to happen in the offseason for the Eagles to win the next Super Bowl? Oh, that's a a good one. Uh, I can't say nothing because I said that earlier and that was the kiss of death. Um, (laughs) I would, uh, I don't know. Jeez, I don't know. Uh, it's a hard one. I, I, I was trying to think of it too. Like what would, what would have to be different? And yeah, I just, I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's a hard one. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it's difficult during the season uh, to see because you know I think once you go go through the playoffs and you see the playoff games, right? Then you see where other teams like expose your weakness, mm-hmm. and that's what the playoffs are about, right? Yeah. This time of year, everyone's just trying to get through the season and everything. Yeah. Um, but you know, come the end of the season, um, so that you know, I think those uh, the Achilles heels will be revealed. Um, once we get to the playoffs. Yep. All right. All right, question three of seven questions for Rick. Rick, 
Who would you like the Eagles to face in the Super Bowl? If you had to pick a team, obviously a team that's probably going to make the uh, – uh, you can't pick, like, the Texans. You know, I can't pick the Texans or the Colts. Or no, you know, neither of those. So who would you like the Eagles to, to, to play in the Super Bowl that could actually make the playoffs? I think an interesting matchup would be against Andy Reid's Chiefs. Hmm. The Kelsey Bowl? The Kelsey Bowl, yes, that would be that would be great. Just to beat, you know, Andy Reid put in some good years here, but man, if it would smart if we get to the Super Bowl and we lose to Andy Reid, oh my gosh, would, would be terrible. ironic. Yeah, yeah, Big Red. We, we can always uh, count on Big Red screwing, screwing up the clock at the end of the game. So yeah. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, I'll throw this one at you since you're you're an avid football fan. If the Eagle, if our Eagles, you know, made it to the Super Bowl, who do you, who would you like to see them play? Oh, Buffalo. No, oh, good one. Because okay. Buffalo's so desperate for a Super Bowl victory, and if they get there again for a, what a fifth time and yeah, don't lose. win, oh my god, <laughs> that is like I was. I heard uh, someone speaking about this a while back. The fact that the what the Buffalo made it to the Super Bowl, what? Four times in five years and lost four times. Is that, is that is no that four right? in a row? Was it four in a row? That's yeah. like in retrospect, that is amazing. Yeah, twice like, the Dallas, the uh, the then Redskins, and the Forty Niners, and the Giants. Yeah, amazing. Like that's, I, I mean, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Jim Kelly. Did, didn't Jim Kelly die? Like, no, I'm. We don't need to go uh, morbid anymore. More like quarterback. And, yeah. This is the obituary part of yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Let's, let's move on to the, the fourth question. Is seven questions for Rick. Rick, if you could take one sports commentator off the air with a snap of your finger, who would it be and why? Troy Aikman. You don't have to, you, you don't have to tell me why. I already know. But... <laughs> For the for our listening audience of thousands, who why would you want to take Troy Aikman off the air? Yeah, I just think he he tries to speak for that he's you know some great authority of the game and yeah I mean sure yeah I guess he won a Super Bowl and he's a quarterback of the Cowboys but it's like you know you came to Philadelphia once to play and you were like sacked like. 12 times or 15 times or some NFL record number of times. So I don't know. I just, I don't like those. I especially don't like those uh, cowboy, former cowboys, you know, broadcasting cowboy Eagles games. That really gets underneath my skin. Yeah. Also, I, you know what? I think also Aaron Andrews has jumped the shark. I think she just needs to. Fade off into the sunset or something. I don't want to digress too far, but I think all sideline reporters just need to go away. Right. <laughs> I, right. I, I, it is such a, like, relevant. Irrelevant. Of, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I just don't get it. I mean, I I understand why they still do it, but, oh, man. I mean, I, what? I, yeah, yeah, they provide no insight whatsoever. They're None. like, oh, like, oh, so-and-so's in the tent. You know what? We, we can tell that with a camera yeah. shot. Right, yep. like we don't, we don't need you to tell us that. Yep. So, anyhow, back to the questions. All right, uh, question five, seven questions for Rick. Rick, if you could put one person in the broadcast booth, who would it be? And we're talking anyone. It could be Dad. It could be Nancy Pelosi. It could be 
you know, Evan the Giants fan, you name it. Who would you put? Who would you like to hear in the uh, broadcast booth? Yeah, I'm just going to say this because I know this one person would never uh, listen to this podcast, so I'll never get any blowback on this. Our brother? But, uh, our brother. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Oh, my God. So when they kick the ball through the uprights, those metal things up there, is it three points or one point? Okay, so here's the question, and if he was in there, would he be play-by-play or would he be the color guy? Oh my gosh! I, I, yeah. Uh, Both actually, not, I think it's probably the, <laughs> the color guy. He would be like asking questions. So wait, I just saw on the TV here. Did they just score again? No, that's a replay. <laughs> what is that leather oblong thing he's holding? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to to questions. When are they going to throw out the first pitch? <laughs> oh boy. He is kind of a target-rich environment, that is for sure. Yes, he is. But he is a lifelong Eagles fan. Of course, yeah. <laughs> when they're 12-1. and one. Um, All right, question six of seven questions for Rick. Rick, does the Thursday night football post-game show need any additional commentators? Uh, no. Okay. No. I, I mean, last time I, last time I, there was like six or seven of them. Yeah, it's insane. It's I just yeah, it's, it's, it's over the top. It's so completely stupid. stupid. Yeah, again, and then the, and irrelevant. Then they, and then they bring on uh, like the player of the game, right? Yeah. So then there's like seven or eight people there. Yep. yep. And it's like everyone gets to ask like one, maybe one question, right? Yep. It's and and also by that time, right, the game starts at eight thirty, eight fifteen or eight thirty or whatever it is. It's like you know. Eleven thirty on the East Coast. Like, who's who's staying up to watch that? Yeah, I, I've watched it once and I just turned it right off. It was just. And how much do you think they pay those guys? I don't even want to know. I the, the amount of money that they probably spend on that, just on salaries for those guys, and their travel and their. I mean, insane. Just it was like just so. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think? Do you think they get Amazon Prime for free? I hope so. Oh, I probably. would certainly hope so. I would hope so. Uh, all right, question seven of seven questions for Rick. Rick, it's the end of the game. You're standing in the tunnel uh, at the link. The, uh, the Eagles are, are coming off the field. They just won. If you had to hug one of the Eagles as they were coming off the field, who would it be and why? Uh, it'd be one of the cheerleaders, not one of the guys. Oh, <laughs> I guess technically the cheerleaders are employed by the Philadelphia Eagles, so I guess that there you go. That is yeah, the, exactly. the answer. Right, Bam! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. You, you got me there. I got you. Nice work. Al, Al Michaels is making eleven million dollars to cover eleven games this year on Thursday Night Football. I, I, yeah. God bless him. Yeah, good for him. Him and his uh, junior mints. He has to have his junior mints uh, uh, every every, uh, every pregame. Got to get him his junior mints. That's what he eats. All right, well, that wraps up uh, seven questions for Rick uh, this week. Uh, hopefully you found those uh, questions gripping. Um, let's see. What's moving on to the, our next thing? Right, we'll give you a – let's see. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. 
So, Evan, the Giants fan, we'll start with you. I think we already know the answer to this question because you answered it earlier. Are the Giants going to win this weekend? No. All right. That's what I thought. <laughs> Unfortunately. Right, Rick, Rick over, over, to the, over to you. Rick, are the Eagles going to win this weekend? Yeah, I think the only way the Eagles do not win this weekend is if their bus gets lost on the way to the game. Hmm. So we're not thinking a trap game, you know. No, they're, I think they're, that, lo- they're looking towards the Cowboys sort of thing. No, I think, I mean, you heard it earlier today with Jordan Mailata when he was, like, talking about the whole Michael Parsons thing. He's like, the only thing I'm concerned about right now is the Bears, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and no, I so. think, uh, yeah, Hertz said the same thing, too. I think someone asked him a question in the press conference this past week. And, oh, yeah, it was, I think it was, <coughs> wasn't about the Michael Parsons comments. He basically said Bears. Right. All right, so we're we're our confidence is high going into the Eagles Bears game this week. Yeah, Bears I'm just I'm looking up the weather here to see if it's going to be like you know fog, you know, in Chicago or something crazy like that that would uh, preclude you know, throw the game completely off. So, but uh, yeah, I don't think yeah uh, Sunday is going to be high of 29, mostly sunny with a 14 mile per hour wind. Sounds like ideal football weather to me. Sounds like middle of the December in Chicago. Well, I'll be I'll be passing through Chicago later this week, so I will send a report to to everyone. There's presently a gale warning. Hmm. Poor Gale. Is she okay? Oh. So. Uh yeah, I didn't I don't really have anything to add to like the Eagles Bears. I mean I think it's um you know, chances are you're going to see all the all the media outlets picking the Eagles to uh, to blow up the Bears. I mean, it's pretty. Uh, yeah, I think it's um, I think it's going to be a, a W for uh, for our Eagles. But you know, that's why they play the games, I guess. Short segment. That's okay if we think. Uh, you know, Evan the Giants fan is pretty confident that his Giants are good. So okay, <laughs> Evan the Giants fan. Let me ask you this. Who do you who do you have uh, <coughs> outside of playing the Eagles once more in the uh, Camus Bowl Part Two? Where do you think the the Giants will kind of land at the end of the season in terms of their uh, standings? Uh, uh, you know, just outside the playoffs. And again, it was a it was a. I was talking to a buddy today and earlier, and he was saying, "How much fun was the first half of the season?" You know, it was like we actually won games we weren't supposed to win. They were a bunch of them were come from behind victories, which we haven't had in decades. So it was just like it was fun, and now reality's kicking in. So oh. sadly, you did lose to the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, the, that you know. was you know again though, but that would have been a reach beating those guys. Um, yeah. And I'm just hoping somehow you guys clinch before the last game, so you can just rest everybody. <laughs> so my guys from the Wawa and the diner can have it. Can have it actual shot at your like third stringers. Yeah, I I wouldn't be a bit surprised if you saw uh, you know, Stoll or Calcaterra just end up on the Giants as a starting tight end. Because if it's a game where it really matters for the Eagles, oh my god, it's gonna be ugly. Yeah. The uh Philadelphia is a nine point favorite on the road this weekend. Wow. 
Um, and there are, just to let you guys know, there are. there's a game tomorrow night, three games on Saturday. Yeah, this is where it gets weird. Uh, this is a where full I game to... on Sunday and a game on Monday. So literally, like, four out of the next five days, there's NFL games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, that's a one thing I do. paradise. <laughs> yeah. Goodell's that's one thing I do have to look forward to. The Giants play on Sunday night, so they can't cut away to another game. Mm. <laughs> Oh, you never they're, know. They could cut away to like an NHL, NHL oh game. God. They could cut away to like a Hallmark Channel, uh, you know, movie. Right. right. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna bring you a, a show that has a better ending than this. Yeah. <laughs> cut away to uh, you know uh, Christmas in the Rockies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loving Christmas in the Rockies, starring uh, the little sister from Growing Pains, or whatever her name well, is. The uh, Yeah, the Commanders are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah. Oh. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people kind of on the Commanders bandwagon this week, so I, I, yeah, I, I'm pulling for your Giants, Evan. Uh, well, you know, I'm optimistic, but a realist at the same time. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I think that kind of wraps up the, that part. Should we get into our um, unrelated topic of the week? Yes, sir. So the unrelated topic of the week, and I was thinking about this past week, I wanted to know everyone's least favorite types of salad. There's lots of salads out there. Evan the Giants fan, what's your least favorite type of salad? If I would have to say it's the New York Jets of salads, iceberg lettuce. <laughs> it is uh, it is absolute trash it's like don't they feed that stuff to rabbits it's like <laughs> why are you serving me this in a restaurant and charging me $15 yeah no iceberg lettuce awful uh, solid that's a, that's a good pick Rick what's, a, what's your least favorite type of salad and all of them is not a, uh, a suitable answer uh, what's a salad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For those who don't know, Rick is not a fan of the uh, the vegetables. I am not a fan of the vegetables. Um, no, um, I do not like. There's certain things I like in a salad. There are certain things, certain things that do not belong in a salad. In Rick's rules of food, right? Nothing crunchy like almonds or something like that, or Interesting. nuts. Like that, that that does not belong in a salad. Uh, I like the ranch dressing. I like Caesar salad. Um, I'm not well versed in salads, so I can't really say this salad is better than that salad. I just know I don't like a lot of them, and the only one I do like is um, uh, Caesar salad. That's the only one that I like. They- like the dressing, very simple, right? Yeah. Dressing, some greens, maybe a crouton, you know, a. a a bread uh, relative, a yeah. bread derivative, um, but yeah. Well, so, Rick, yeah. I learned firsthand from yesterday's lunch. Your brother's yep. <laughs> least favorite salad. I well, oh, yeah, the the I I so we got a salad at, at catering this past you know from or catering strawberries in a salad. I was I turned to Evan the Giants fan. I'm like, who puts strawberries in a salad? <laughs> It's disgusting. Disgusting. John, do you uh, like strawberries? Uh, I like the flavor of strawberries. I don't like strawberries themselves. I think it's a texture thing for me. 
So I wouldn't like eat like uh, like straight strawberries, but I do like you know strawberry milkshakes. I do like. Yeah. So I I have thought we've all that my brothers and I have a natural aversion to strawberries because growing up our right. kitchen was, <laughs> was covered covered with strawberries. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. It was know, it was our napkins. mom's like default decor, you know, element. <laughs> I, and then we went to our grandmothers and uh, our grandparents, and they're like, "Hey, let's go down the street and pick strawberries." I was like, "What is with the strawberries in this yeah. family? <laughs> Leave us alone! Leave us alone!" And then when I was in high school, I worked at Strawberry Quarter. Oh, that's like, right! Oh my gosh, my life is like a strawberry runs through it. It's chasing you. By the way, um, I did work at Strawberry Corner with a uh, NBA dunk champion. <laughs> Who? Uh, one of the Barry boys. Brent oh, Barry? that's right. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Drew Barry? Brent. Drew? Was it Drew or was it Brent? It was Brent. It was Brent. Brent, was Brent. yeah. Yeah, because Brent went to Dale South. He was, he I think. All those guys did. did yeah, I think he was, uh, I think Brent was a senior when I was a freshman. I think yeah, that's about no, And yeah, Drew, no, I think was, was, what's that? No, I think that's right. No, I think that, yeah, because he, he was younger than I was uh, yeah. when we worked together. Yeah. Because I think Drew was one year, I forget if he was one year behind him or two years, but they were. there was at one point where they were both on the same team, I believe. Right. But then, then I think, Sco- I, don't, didn't, I think Scooter went to Monta Vista, no? Uh, yeah, I don't know. They were, yeah, they lived up there behind us, up there on the yeah. hill. But uh, yeah, John went to Pacific, failed out Pacific, and he was like a year or two ahead of me. And then he, I would see him like down, you know, dunking on the eight foot rims. And then, and then like a couple months later, I saw him on TV playing for like Georgia Tech or Kansas. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How did this happen? Oh no, Scooter did, Scooter did go to Del Sal. I was wrong. Yeah, I don't think any of them went to Monte Vista. Yeah. Um, my least favorite salad is actually, a, I do like the Caesar, but the one thing that I will just quickly turn away a Caesar is a over anchovied Caesar salad. Can't do it. I will turn that shit away so fast. <laughs> okay. The wafting of fish, you know, like salty fish over my Caesar salad. I find it disgusting. Yeah, so that concludes our Unrelated Topic of the Week. Anything else we need to discuss before we get out of here? And uh, I go uh, enjoy the, uh, the, the food that, that Evan the Giants fan has curated for us for tonight. Yeah, what, what are you dining on? We are having uh, uh, not Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> but we are, we are having fried chicken with yep. uh, some mashed potatoes. And some gravy, and uh, yeah, very much looking forward to it. Right. Uh, has it? it uh, do you know if it's in route or if it's? It is. Route? It is arrived. So. We oh my God! Okay, so oh. we got to end this. We got to end this thing now. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. We got to go. <laughs> yeah, we got we got priorities. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wait, uh, John. What's your room number? I'll uh, walk it down to you. What, what you uh, do? I'll come down. To, where, where are you going to eat? Just just step uh, out of the hall and yell. Yeah, I'm just going to eat in the room. Chill. I'll come over to you and get it. I need to stand up and walk anyway. All right. I've been sitting at my computer like all freaking day, so I'm done. <laughs> okay. Adios.
Uh, all right, everyone. Hopefully on to another win. Enjoy the week. What's left. See everyone next week. Go Birds! <laughs>